0: Welcome to Federal Sense with your friendly HR guy. Hello, this is your friendly HR guy again. Today we're going to be talking about reasonable accommodations. This is a... This is a big one. This is going to be the hardest uh, topic to wrap your head around as a new manager in the federal government. A lot of it has to do with having the right language. You'll inevitably say something that you shouldn't. You'll use the wrong term or you'll ask a question that you're not supposed to. So I'm going to break it down to you how as a manager you should address your employees that have disabilities that affect their performance inevitably as you're dealing with an employees performance medical issues might pop up Um, this is gonna happen if it hasn't already and there's some things you want to avoid and there's a process you want to follow to keep yourself out of the funny pages so you have a performance issue you've called your HR guy and he's given you you know, language and guidance on addressing performance. And you begin that process. And during that process, your employee tells you that, you know, the problem I'm having is because of a medical issue, right? And understand that they might not say it that directly. Sometimes your employee might say, I'm sorry, I'm not sleeping that well. Or, you know, my wrist is killing me, so it's really hard to tap that fast. The employee doesn't have to say, I am requesting a reasonable accommodation. All they have to do is put you or anyone in the agency on notice that they have some kind of limitation. And it's our responsibility to engage in the process. So if your employee says, I'm sorry I didn't sleep that well last night, sorry I'm late, or sorry you know, I didn't get that report done on time, um, we can't just say no problem and keep it moving because they've officially put you on notice. And the time, the 45-day time has begun. Uh, this isn't a big deal right away, but six months from now, when you try to do a performance action and you're calling your HR guy and the HR guy is running through, a, you know, an ODAP or a PEP, depending on what your agency calls it, uh, you know, running through a, the ODAP process. And during this ODAP process, you know, they, they fail it. And so you want to do a removal. You know, you're a manager. They're not performing their job. You want to do a removal. Okay. So you remove them. It's not that hard, actually. People think it's hard to remove people for performance in the government. It's not. The problem is you you made a mistake. They brought up some kind of disability, and you didn't even think about it. You didn't even notice. They said they're not sleeping well six months ago. Well, guess what? He gets a lawyer. He or she gets a lawyer, and the lawyer claims that they put you on notice six months ago about their limitation, and you failed to engage in the reasonable accommodation process. They pull up a six-month-old email where he's saying he's not sleeping well. Sorry, I didn't get that report done on time. And you're in a pickle because now you failed to accommodate a reasonable accommodation request. So before you do any performance issues, you want to kind of look back and think, has this employee brought up any medical issues? Have they kind of made some excuses that could allude to some kind of medical issue? Um... It's That's going to be hard to do. It's going to be hard to remember the last year. So you got to keep your ears open. If any employee brings up any kind of medical issue, reach out, reach out to your HR guy. They'll give you the language and the phone number and the contact for the RA office. Then you're going to want to notify the RA office because it's not enough to give the employee, hey, here's the uh, RA's office, or here's who deals with RA. Sometimes it is your HR office. Sometimes there's a dedicated, you know, team for that. But it's not enough to do that. The RA office needs to follow through, follow up, and say, hey, I, uh, you know, your manager told us that you might have some limitations that you, you need help with. Um, you, we haven't heard from you. Just want to double check that, you know, you're you you know, whatever their process is, they can circle back and get documentation that they attempted to engage in the process. That's gonna save you in the long run. That you attempted, they abandoned the process, now you're good to go. But unfortunately, managers are in a hurry and their employees say things and you know what, and their employees not even talking about a limitation. They're just commenting on their sleep patterns. Or, you know, there's an email where they're saying their wrist hurts from their keyboard and they're asking for a different keyboard. That's an RA request, right? So that, that's, that's the first part. Your employee might occasionally or, or subtly bring up something. You got to keep your ears open. And if you're going to do performance, you got to have a, um, a good understanding of performance actions and any of those medical issues. I've, I've done, I've, I've helped managers with performance issues with employees that had significant medical issues. And it's a stop, go, stop, go process because every time an employee brings up a limitation, you have to engage in that process. Sometimes the process is very quick. You know, my eyesight's not good here. Here's a bigger screen, is that, that work for you? It can be informal. You don't have to go through that 45 day, you know, paperwork stuff. But you'll be dealing with performance, and they'll bring up another limitation. Oh, by the way, you know, I also have these carpal tunnel. Oh, by the way, my hearing's not too good either. Oh, by the way. And unfortunately, that's how it works. You, you can't say, nope, you've hit your limit. You're going to have to stop that process and engage in the RA process. So what's the RA process? So your employee has put you on notice of a medical issue, Okay. So you're going to ask, how can I help you? You're not going to admit that they have a a qualifying disability. You're not going to say, oh, sounds like you need a reasonable accommodation. Let me talk to the RA people. You're almost admitting that they have a qualifying disability. You're not a doctor. You're not an RA specialist. Don't admit that they have a qualifying disability by saying, you know, you qualify for a reasonable accommodation. They might not. You can always just say, How can I help you? and then they they can tell you, Oh, I'm not sleeping well. You can dig in a little bit. What are your limitations? You know, what, what issues are you having? What limitations do you need? If it's something simple like a flexible schedule and, and, and your branch can handle that, then just do it. You know what I mean? If it's if it's reasonable and it's and it's not gonna be a burden. If they're asking for something that you can't do Then it's, you know what, I'm I'm unable to do that, you know, in in short notice. It's going to involve a little bit more. So we need to engage in this process. I'll send your information to the RA office. Here's their contact info. Reach out to them and they'll walk you through the process. Um, And and then you engage in that process. So that process has begun. Now you got to think about interim accommodations. Is there anything I can do right now? This is only something you got to worry about if they can't work. If they can't work without an accommodation, so someone calls you and says, boss, I can't come in today. I've got some medical issues, so I can't work. Don't say, okay, cool. You're taking sick leave. Have a good day. You want to ask, well, what are your limitations? Why can't you work? Is there something I can do? Maybe we can uh, make some accommodation. Maybe telework. You'll save the agency a lot of time and money if you grant temporary telework for somebody that usually doesn't have it, or maybe they got two days a week, giving them 100% telework for 45 days while we do the RA process is going to save you in the long run because you've given them an interim accommodation. You want to attempt to accommodate them right away to keep them working. Let's say their limitation is they can't do this part of the job. So, you know, boss, I can't lift anything over 50 pounds, right? Right. Okay, well, let's reassign you to some other work. You know, that's a small part of your job, but we'll we'll have you do other stuff while we go through the RA process. Now, the result of the RA might be a reassignment, might be a removal, right? It doesn't matter. Try to accommodate them to keep them fully employed. Don't just say, "Oh, I guess you're taking 45 days of sick leave. Have a good one." You can't do that. You've got to show that you're you're attempting to accommodate them. It, it's not. If you can't, you can't. But we're going to have to show that exhaustion of there's no work for you to do based on the limitation you brought up to me. I have no work for you. And you you got to be able to explain that. Don't look silly when they go, well, what about this? Why didn't you have them do that? My argument is there's always clerical work to be done. Give them something. You know, I like my favorite is here's some SOPs uh, review them and, and let me know if there's any updates you might you might think would make them better do maybe they don't do anything maybe this is a scam and they don't do any work 45 days of laying back and chilling that's fine they don't have an EEO case now and if they don't work and they can't be accommodated you know we've got some options but if you tell them Noel, well, if you can't work goodbye they they've got an argument they've got a complaint that you didn't accommodate them and you didn't grant them an interim accommodation you'll talk yourself blue trying to explain there is no interim accommodation right it's better to find them something and and that 45 days if you do it right isn't 45 days you can get it done in a couple weeks but you know you're waiting on doctors uh medical documentation from the employee again they've got timelines with that and if they abandon the process you know you know that gets put on hold so every instance is a little unique you want to work with your ra office sometimes that is your hr guy I've worked in agencies where I was the RA guy, uh, and then I've worked in agencies where there's a whole department, a whole team of people, and that's the way you want to do it. If, if 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 your HR guy does RA stuff, you need to send him like a gift basket because he's overworked like crazy, especially with COVID and the vaccine uh, waivers and exemptions, and they're, the RA office is going crazy right now. So you've attempted to give them an accommodation. Hopefully you did. You found them some kind of work. Some kind and and the trick with this, the posture you want to take is I'm trying to help you. You don't wanna seem put out because then you're at risk of you know, getting that EEO complaint that, you know, you're you're creating a hostile work environment. So you almost have to be positive. Hey, you know what, sorry to hear about your limitations, let me see what we can do. You know, uh, what are your limitations? What can't you do? What can you do? What do you feel comfortable doing? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Right. I I like telework because they can just sit at home and do nothing. Who gives a shit? Right. It's 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 rather that we get through that process and we show that we've done everything reasonable than fighting them for 45 days. I've seen managers like die on that hill. Of I'm gonna fight you you can't do any work I don't need you doing SOPs and they tell me that I'm ridiculous and uh, I don't need SOP reviews no you can't work you're on leave and then guess what they get those 45 days of sick leave back yeah they file a complaint and and obviously we're unreasonable because another department you know uh, two hallways over they're accommodating their people with stuff so or somewhere else in the agency there's other things that are done. And the judge just doesn't believe you. When they say, oh, well, what did you consider? What are the options? What what work? You know, the employee says there's this kind of work they can do. Why didn't you consider giving him that? Oh, well, that's not his work. Yeah, but can he do it? Can you keep him employed? Can you keep him active? So you've done the interim accommodation, and you're going through this process. The process, they give the, the medical docs. The medical docs say, you know, here are the limitations. And the employee is asking for a gold-plated Lamborghini. So if I get this gold-plated Lamborghini, I'm I'm going to be able to do this job. That's my, my, my ask, right? You don't have to give them the gold-plated Lamborghini. You don't have to give them what they're asking for. I need this $2,000 pair of, of shades because I have migraines and it's too bright in here. You don't have to give them that. All you have to do is give them something you believe to be effective. So maybe the $4 ones from CVS, those glasses are effective. We'll buy you those, all right? Or maybe we'll turn off the, the halogen lights above you, or maybe we'll get you a special lamp. So they've requested something. It doesn't mean they're gonna get it. All you've gotta do is work with your RA office. Usually they have some kind of medical personnel to consult and they'll give you, and and there's websites, there's, there's websites that have a lot of great RA examples and options. And these are the things you want to consult to find what would be effective. So you give them what you think is effective to address those limitations. And they say, this isn't going to work, right? They're just like, nope, not going to work. You say, I understand. Well, I tell you what, let's attempt it now. Let's say they can't do the job. We're not going to remove them. We're not doing performance. We're engaging in the process to see if it's effective. So you give them the accommodation you believe to be effective, right? And then they want to tell you, oh, see, it's not working. It's not working. You go, okay, cool. Let's return and engage in that process. Now, if the gold-plated Lamborghini is going to do it, then we're probably going to end up buying that. There is no financial limit. I mean, an agency showing a hardship um, for a reasonable accommodation, financial hardship is almost impossible. I mean, we spend $8, $8 billion doing R&D for a helicopter that never gets made. They're, they're not, you're not going to be able to sell that I can't buy the, the $800 chair. But the chances are that very expensive document or, uh, product isn't necessarily going to be the only thing out there. So hopefully you're not getting into a situation where the answer is a $10,000 scooter. So, but it could be. That scooter might be the only thing. The doctor's note says a scooter, and our, your medical experts in the RA office says a scooter, and it's ten grand. Guess what? You're going to buy that scooter, and that's fine. Buy the scooter, and now they have to do their job. I'd rather just give them 100% telework, but but let's say you can't and the job doesn't lend to telework. That's fine. Get the scooter, but guess what? Now you have to do your job. If you don't, if they don't do their job once they have that fancy scooter, guess what? Go to your, uh, your HR guy and he'll walk you through the performance process, but you've exhausted that RA process. That's the key on performance because don't say, you know, no, we can't do that and keep it moving and then do an action because they're going to they're gonna say you didn't accommodate them and it kind of removes any kind of performance action, right? Now, as it, as it goes to a reasonable accommodation, sometimes the accommodation is a changing of their duties right? There's there's two rules with that. It can't remove the essential functions of their position. Now, that, that's a tricky one, but we'll go over that. And it can't lower the performance standard. So, we'll do the second one first. The Lowering the performance standard means if the job is you make 10 widgets a day, then the reasonable accommodation cannot be, I'm going to make five widgets a day. And let's translate that into real world stuff. So, if everyone on the team is doing 30 reports or reviews or you know projects a month, the reasonable accommodation can't be, I can't handle the stress. I, 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 I'm requesting to only do fifteen. You can't do that. That is lowering the performance. It's almost like going part- time. you know what I mean? Because you're only working a, a half as much. So that's one of the things as a manager is you set the performance. They have to perform that at that level. Essential functions, we'll go to the first one. Essential functions is the tricky part because as a manager, you think everything's an essential function, right? And it's not easy. You can't just read the PD and say, everything in the PD is an essential function. Here's how you do essential functions. You know, the things that you can't remove as a reasonable accommodation. That if they can't do it, you got to find them another job. The essential functions are any job part of the job that is directly related to the agency's mission. So if you're talking about picking up the mail for the office is an essential function because somebody's got to do it. I mean, I got to get the mail. Like every day we have to go get the mail. That's an essential function. Okay. Is your agency's mission to pick up mail? If it's not, keep keep looking for other things. Somebody else can pick up the mail. Oh, well, it wouldn't be fair if Johnny picks up the mail every day, that's not fair. We 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 spread it around. That's a good indication it's not an essential function. If it's something that you kind of pass around and everybody gets a turn, that's usually one of those extra duties that, guess what? This guy has a disability. He can't do it. He's just not going to pick up the mail. Give him something else. Give him some other job that he can do. So essential functions, be careful saying oh, what you're talking about is an essential function, so you, you we're going to have to find you a different job. So that, that right there, be careful about what you call an essential function. All right. So it's got to be directly related to the agency's mission. A good example, there's a case law. I don't know the name. I can't remember the, the case. But it was a, a postal carrier who had you know, knee problems and couldn't climb steps. Brand new employee. Right. So he does a reasonable accommodation. He says, Hey, I, I can't do stairs, so I'd like a route with no stairs. See the problem is with the unions and seniority, the senior guys get those routes. The nice ones that go to like the 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 little uh, complexes where you just go to this box and there's forty boxes and you do do you don't have to climb any stairs. The senior guys get those. So the manager's like, Oh no. Climbing stairs is an essential function. You know, you got to deliver the mail. That's our function. And, you know, they think they're clever. That climbing stairs is so related to our mission. The judge, in, in, in reading the case, the judge just says, is your mission to climb stairs? Well, no, it's to deliver the mail. Right, right you are. It's not an essential function. Climbing stairs is not an essential function. All right. Is walking an essential function? I, I like that ar- argument, right? But is there... A job in a, in a warehouse where they can sit and maybe process paperwork that's a reassignment so now we get to the reassignment you couldn't accommodate them right the only way you could accommodate them is removing an essential function or lowering a performance standard so you can't accommodate them in this job that's step one so I can't accommodate them now we're gonna do a job search this is all before we do any kind of action We're going to do a job search, usually 60 days, 90 days. It doesn't have to be forever, but every agency has kind of their time periods. So for, let's say, 60 days, we're going to review all our funded open positions. Now, here's the trick with this. Offer them something. Offer them something. Let's say they're a GS-12 and a GS-9 job opens up that you believe they could do. Their, 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 Their limitations allow them to do this job. Just offer it to them. At least you can show that you attempted to accommodate them by reassignment. If they turn it down, which most people would, then you 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 have a lot more argument to say that you know you offered them something and they didn't take it. The big mistake we do is we just say, you know, oh here the jobs open. Nope, you couldn't do that job either, and you assume that their limitations also apply to that job. But for all you know, that job might be able to be accommodated within those the scope of the, that job. So just be very careful. Where, you know, The RA office will work closely with staffing to see if they qualify. But the, the good rule of thumb is any job they qualify for, offer it to them. If they take it and it turns out they can't do the job, we'll just start this process over. But you won't get hemmed up with, I've done removals where the employee magically brings up these jobs that, you know, they would have never taken and say, oh, well, I could have done that job. And then now we failed to accommodate them, you know, and the staffing office didn't dig in enough. So if if you're doing an action, you want to show what jobs were available and why they weren't offered to the employee. and it, And it seems unfair that someone might get a cushy job because of a disability. But that's how it is, and you know, the way I like to think about it, you know, and, and you should think about it as a manager because it'll put you in the right headspace, is eventually we all get to the point in our lives where we need a reasonable accommodation. So you might think the employee is scamming you or working the system, um, but in reality, they're probably embarrassed. They're probably disabled. They probably have a disability that's, that's overtaken them and they can't do the job, and they're embarrassed. So they're going to play up the fact that they got this sweet gig and, you know, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. But really they're just embarrassed and they they hate that they have to do this. But I've seen managers get real upset because they think the employee is conning the system and they fight. They fight tooth and nail these RA processes. Don't do it. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Let's do everything we can to keep them in the – fully employed essential functions at the performance standard that you know you set but you want to start it with how can I help you so how can I help you intermediate accommodation right away help them stay employed we're gonna try to accommodate we'll give them something we think is effective right if we can't accommodate in this job we're gonna do a job search you don't have to search the whole federal government Usually, you search your agency or the service. Um, it, you know, a judge isn't going to get on you because, you know, if let's say you work at the DoD and there's a job in Europe that would have worked, but you're not in Europe, you're in a different area. You, you usually it's within, you know, the service or a local. Um, I would say, I mean, every agency calls it something else, but division or, or service. You know, it, You want to have at least ten or fifteen positions vacant that you can kind of look at. And most agencies in that big area, they have that kind of pool. But you you don't you don't want to say, oh, only in this office there's only one position open. We did a job search. So work with the RA office. They're gonna know those point of contacts and staffing HR and they're gonna help you with that. So I I hope this has given you the language you need as a supervisor to address those reasonable accommodation requests. And to go to my first point, a reasonable accommodation qu- request might just be an employee complaining. So you gotta keep your ears open and focus on what your employee's telling you. And, and the best way to do this is when you see performance starting to go down a little bit, counsel them. Hey, you know, I've noticed you're you turned in your report late. You know, how are you doing? Is there anything you need from me? What do they say? If they bring up some medical issue, that should uh, alert, should go off in your ears of, hey, I got to call my HR guy because I think this might be a reasonable accommodation request. Don't say a reasonable accommodation. Just say, oh, that, that's unfortunate. Is there anything I can help you with? What are your limitations? What can't you do? Maybe we can we can accommodate you somehow. You know, you can kind of say that, but don't say, oh you get a reasonable accommodation because they might not have a qualifying disability. There's a lot of little rules with that. So, and they might not, their medical docs might not support what they're saying. So keep that in mind. I hope this has helped. Um, This one went a little long, but this is, this is one of those big, those big topics. I hope I've helped you in some way. If you're a new manager, you probably haven't experienced this yet, but you will reasonable accommodations. It's, 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 it's a big deal. It's, It's probably half my week just dealing with this, you know, you're trying to do performance things or you're trying to do anything and the employees bringing up RAs. You just got to exhaust the process and you got to document it and you got to show that you you engaged in that process, not accommodating reverses anything you're going to do after that. So let's not do that. All right. I hope uh, I hope I've helped. If you have any uh, questions you want to throw at me or if you just want to yell and say, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, the email is going to be at the end of this. Have a good day. Have a question for the HR guy? Send it to federalsense at gmail